Yes, and welcome back to the Ash Williams Show. My name is Ash Williams, and I am fired up. How the fuck are you? I hope you're well. Come on, let's go. Yes, yes. On guitar today, it's uh, one of the classics that uh, was one of our seminal guitarists. It's Slash, a.k.a. Saul Hudson. Yeah, fuck yeah, bro. He's back on the six. Did you know Saul Hudson quit cigarettes? You know, he really... That was his thing, man, having a cigarette, smoking it to the butt while he shredded a guitar. Shout out to Slash. Let's go. Straight off the top rope. We're not mucking around today. Hope you're well, Saul. Um, Hey, speaking of Better Call Saul, I got a message from Paul. Yes, our friend from about uh, two years ago now. A DM from Paul that said, I want you. That's it. It's very Paul. Just said, I want you. Um, I didn't write back. I actually didn't even open it because on Instagram, he will then see that I've seen it. So I just left Paul on unread. Yeah. I'm not going to hook up with Paul. Fuck that. There's no amount of money that I could be paid to uh, fuck Paul. I'd give Paul a wristy for money. That's for sure. But I wouldn't fuck him. No way. Because I'm a man of morals. Um, I'd kiss him. That's for sure. But again, I wouldn't fuck him. Um, mm, I wonder what that would pay. <laughs> I wonder what that would pay. I'm sure that would pay a bit of money. It's still pretty full on. God, I, it would need to be a million dollars. Yeah? It's a million dollars for a kiss and a hand job. That's one expensive rub and tug. But, um, yeah, they're, they're my prices. They're my prices. Now, I haven't got much for you, as you can probably tell, because I had the spicy cough, which is just a nice way of saying I had COVID. Um, but I've been in bed for a week. And, uh, yeah, I haven't got much for you, to be honest. Uh, I'll, what I do have for you is... A full summary on all the Bugle performances from the AFL matches because I watched all nine AFL matches over the long weekend, uh, starting on Friday night, ending on Monday afternoon. I watched every Bugle performance. I did every uh, minute of silence. I did more than nine minutes of silence. Uh, You want to know who was the best Bugle performance? I think it was Friday night. I think it was the Lions versus... uh, Actually, it might have been Thursday night. No, 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 it was Friday night. I think it was whoever was on Friday night. Friday night footy. Uh, That bugle performance was so good. Uh, There were some pretty bad performances. I'm not going to name them. I know we've got a lot of uh, bugle players who listen to this podcast, but... Some of those bugle performances, I was like, "Man, you're not going to get through this. You're way off pitch," and that's the risk with uh, choosing the bugle as an instrument. You don't have keys. It's all about your um, mouth position. 
uh, it's one of the riskiest instruments of all time. You know, you choose the trumpet or the clarinet, you've got some fucking uh, buttons to press. I've got I to gotta really give it to those bugle players. Yeah, they're, they're fucking animals. They're fucking animals. Um, now, what else have I got for you? <laughs> I'll give you a full rundown on what you can expect if you get the spicy cough. Um, I know it's – I'm a bit of a laggard in the, the spicy cough market uh, in terms of content because everyone's had it. But uh, I'll say this. Mum looked after me for the whole week and uh, God bless Jen. Uh, she kept me in food. The food – I had a lot of uh, Hawaiian – Crumpets. Have you ever had them? So it's basically Hawaiian pizza on crumpets. I tell you, it's all right. First time, it's all right. Um, after the fourth time, I said, Mum, let's put a real hold on those uh, Hawaiian crumpets. Um, no euphemism intended there. Uh, God knows I do love a Hawaiian crumpet, but uh haven't said enough of late. But... Um, Mum also was bringing up the food, and it's like you're on an aeroplane. You don't really get to choose the food, but when it comes, you're starving. And one of the meals mum put together was a block of cheese with crackers, which, again, it's very aeroplane food, but she got the cracker ratio way off, way off, and then she went for a walk. She just disappeared. She left me alone you know, in the in the wilderness or in my bedroom, but you know, you get the picture with the the wrong cheese to cracker ratio, and it's fine if you've got too many crackers because you can just have crackers on their own. But when it's Mercy Valley, uh, what is it, crisp and tangy or, or or bitey and sharpy? You know what? You know what I mean? It's the sharp Mercy Valley. You can't be having too much of that on its own. It's not the best mouthfeel. And so I'm calling mum on the phone, trying to get some more crackers, and, mate, straight through to the keeper. I was pissed off, mate. Uh, so I left a, basically, uh, I'm going to say, 250 grams of Mercy Valley cheese on, on a plate and sent it back. And sent it back. Mum got back from the walk and said, didn't you like the cheese? I said, not on its own. Not on its own. So... Um, and mum served me. I don't know why she did this, but she served me every meal on one of those plates you make when you're in grade one or grade two in primary school where you you can draw a picture and then they uh, laminate or, or um, print that picture onto a plate. And I haven't eaten off this plate in, what am I now, 40 so I haven't eaten off this plate in, I'm going to say, 30 years. But mum thought that me having COVID was a good time to roll the plate out again. And I ate every meal off that plate. And the painting or drawing that I did is a centre court of Wimbledon. Um, so I couldn't be further away from that. But <laughs> it's actually a pretty good drawing. I'll chuck it on the, uh, I'll chuck it on the Insta. And also, this is the problem too with having too much cheese. I got cheese caught in my chest hair. Have you ever had that? I've never had that before in my life. And when you have every meal in bed for six or seven days, it actually happens a bit. 
And, uh, yeah, I reckon I've still got some residual cheese in the chest hair. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. But it kind of sticks to your hair, that Mercy Valley-like gel. Because uh, if you don't get it out quickly, it, it um, yeah, it just kind of, it's a bit like a, that new wave gel. Remember that gel that was big in the uh, late 90s and everyone was fucking using that shit? It was like that. Or like Murray's. Remember Murray's, the wax? When people were chucking a tub of wax in their hair, and the, I reckon that was in the year 1999 or 2000. It, was, it came in an orange tub. If you're out of Murray's, get some of that Mercy Valley cheese and rub that in your chest hair. It uh, goes down a treat. Um, I reckon that's enough about COVID. I could, I could actually go on about it for a while, but how's this? So for the whole of COVID, or me having COVID, the Wi-Fi didn't work. And we have two Wi-Fi, whatever, modems. So both of them were on the, what do, you, what do they call it? On the, on the fuzz, on the, on the switch, on the blink. There we go, on the blink. I've still got the fucking COVID fog, I tell you. But um, on the fuzz. Uh, so I call TPG. I'm like, hey, what's going on? They're like, Turn your modem off, turn it on. I'm like, yeah, I've done that. They go, have you reset it? I said, yep, about a thousand times. They're like, okay, well, it should be working today. It's still not working, like to this day. So TPG are dickheads. Um, and I pumped about four or 500 bucks on Vodafone prepaid watching um, AFL footy and Bugle playing dudes. Um I watched a few movies, though, that I haven't seen. I watched Swingers. Have you seen Swingers? It's a good movie. I watched Wedding Crashes. That's still a great movie to watch if you have COVID. Really fucking, really easy. Um, I watched a ton of those movies. You know what? I watched a movie uh, called The Promotion that I've never seen with uh, John C. Riley and Sean William Scott. There were some funny bits in it. All those movies that were made between 2006 and about 2010 are very similar. Very similar. Like the actual, the jokes, there's, all, there's always an anal joke. Always. Um, there is a, a word that we can't say anymore that uh, describes gay dudes, starting with F, um, or that we shouldn't say anymore. That is in every movie. Between 2006 and 2010, that's in the first 10 minutes. And then there's you'll see a pair of tits in one of those films. Uh, but anyway, pretty good. <laughs> Was I Googling movies made between 2006 and 2010? Possibly. Um, but hey, I reckon you should get free Wi-Fi if you get the spicy cough. I mean, that should be fucking paid for by Frydenberg. Surely. Friedzy. I had the spicy dude. Now, the hotline, 0405579500. It's, I couldn't turn it on today. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I promise you I'll get it uh, working for next week. There's going to be a backlog of texts. There should be some voicemails in there. If, and again, I promise you, if we don't get this hotline up and running by next week, I will give you my personal number and we just do it that way. We just do it that way. Uh, I saw my mate last night. 
and he has a cat. Now, wait, there's more to this story. I, I'm like, I can go either way on cats. I'm like, uh, you've got you to win me over. And usually cats don't want to win you over, so it's fine. I just get on with my life. But this cat that he has, it's a Siamese cat. Have you ever had a, had an interaction with a Siamese cat? Phew, these things, mate, they're too much. They're like, they're like dogs. They're scary. They don't leave you alone. This thing was jumping all over me, and then it started barking. It was a barking cat. I was like, dude, your fucking cat's barking. And he goes, yeah, he does that. I go, let's lock him in the room. I want to enjoy watching a current affair. He said, um, no, because if you lock him in the room, he can hang on the handle and open the door himself. And I said, bullshit. And sure enough, we did it, and the Siamese cat opened the door itself. It was like I was in a horror film, like Chucky. Even though I haven't seen Chucky, I, I can guess that it's scary. Um... And I just said to my mate, I said, I need to leave. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go to Taco Bill. Let's get some La Combination. You get a chicken, I'll get a beef and we'll share. Let's do that. And that's what we did. Um, speaking of food, I want to get your thoughts on this. I went to the fish and chip shop a couple of days ago and I got a piece of flake. And the dude running the joint wasn't too keen on it. He was looking at me with his eyes, and his eyes said, is that all? I'm trying to make a living here, dude. And um, I said, yeah, mate, that's all. That's all. And then I said, I promise you I'll be back next time to buy more. You know, bit of a joke. Got fucking donuts. Like, he looked at me. He looked at me like I'd just taken a dump in his deep fryer. That's how he looked at me. And I was like, dude, I'm just trying to lighten the mood here, let you know that I can be a repeat customer. And that I'll be back, okay? And let's not get bogged down in this single unit order of flake. Because when I come back, I'm going to probably get the family pack, right? I'm a family pack dude. And uh, anyway, I digress. I get into the car, my mate's car that I'm borrowing at the moment. It's an Alfa Romeo. I get the flake back to the car and it's a battered piece of flake so it's pretty good it's going to be good times and he salted it pretty well but guess what he didn't do he didn't add lemon now the question i have for you the board of ash williams should fish come with complimentary lemon i believe it should i mean i paid five dollars eighty for a piece of flake chuck us a, a splice of lemon dude I've already told you that I'll be back as a repeat customer. Anyway, but, uh, well, I wasn't into that. Hey, we've got a message here from Daniel. This has come through in my uh, DMs. Hello, mate. I'm the guy that sent you $500 for the Los Angeles fund. It has come to my attention you have not gone to America yet. Surely investors deserve an explanation. I want outrageous stories on your behalf. So that's a fair call, Daniel. You gave me 500. The 500 is still there. It's still in the LA fund and I'm going to LA, okay? I promise you this. The book needs to be finished, which I'm doing uh, the final touches this uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday in Rye, 
with a mate of mine who's in town, uh, who's a an editor. So it will be done, and then I'll go. I think the plan for LA is July. All right. So Daniel, your your money is safe, and we're actually going to start raising some more money for this uh, trip because I need it. I need more money. So stand by for that. Okay. To the guy who wanted me to go to the Shell service station and do a taste test on the coffee, I'll do that next week. Um, yesterday, actually, on the coffee, what do you think about this? My mate, he, uh, he says to me, can you get me a coffee? I was outside his house and he goes, oh, can you just drive down to the cafe and get me a coffee? And I said, what the fuck do you think this is? And I didn't really want a coffee because I was on the cusp of shitting my pants, like really on the cusp. You know when you've had too much coffee and you're like, no more. That's enough. You've had a good run today. Let's not push it. And my mate says, let's get a coffee. And this was pushing it. If I got myself another coffee, oh, we're getting into Banrock territory. And uh, yeah, so I said to my mate, I said, well, what do you want? Because I'm about to shit my pants. I don't know if I want a coffee. My mate said, uh, get me a large decaf latte with one sugar. I said, I'm not getting you that. That's a waste of money. I said, look, I'll get you a regular latte. And he said, nah, don't get me a regular. Get me a large because they're only 30 cents more. I said, all right, well, you need to be prepared to shit your pants because you're going to get a large coffee. And then he said, well, just get me a large, weak latte. I said, I'm not getting you a large, weak latte. You might as well just get a regular fucking. You, you know, you know what I'm saying. Because then you're not getting any coffee in the large week latte. Anyway, my mate goes fine. Just get me a large latte with one sugar. And so I got it for him, and uh, yeah, he pretty much shit his pants. I had to take him back to his house within ten minutes. Yeah, we, we should know better. Um, we do the black market every Wednesday on Patreon. Uh, here is a tease of this week's app. Then my mate proceeded to take me to a beat in, fuck, where was this one? This one was in Richmond. I've never been to this one. This one was the scariest by far. By far. There were dudes popping out of bushes um, and quite a lot of them. This was like Pac-Man with four Pac-Man in the game. You know, like the higher and harder the Pac-Man levels, the more Pac-Man there are, and they come from different ways. That's what this was today. It was high-level Pac-Man. We were being followed by this fucking 55-year-old, 60-year-old dude. If you want to hear that full episode, go to patreon.com forward slash Ash Williams Show. And my friends, that is the podcast. I don't even know what I just spoke about then, Um, but that is absolute fluff for 20 minutes. Um, yeah, we just, uh, teased Patreon. Um, I guess I should have some food after this. Um, (laughs) closing out the podcast in style. Hey, I'll say this. I did break the record, my own personal record for the longest time without taking a shower. I did five days. Five days, no shower. Like It's like you're a fucking um, 10-year-old boy. They were the days when you're a 10-year-old boy and you play tennis and footy 10 hours a day and you take one shower a week. 
That's the good life. This is the Ash Williams Show. I'll talk to you next week. Take care, bye.